0: Welcome to the original Vegan Business Talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode and today we have Roberto Guer- Guerrera. Did I get it right? Guerra. I got it, eh? Guerrera, Guerrera. Guerra. okay. Guerra.
1: okay. <laughs>
0: Awesome. So uh, he talks a lot and uh, is in the vegan and alternative protein uh, business space, uh, a developer and many other things, talking innovation, knowledge, food systems, and so on and so on. And so I'm just going to jump right into it. And I'm going to ask you, you know, how did you get involved in this space? And, and, and why did you want to even start talking in the space and doing stuff?
1: OK, well, in the vegan business space, actually, it was kind of I didn't. You know, I went I, I went vegan actually uh, five years ago this month. I don't remember the day, but I know it was sometime around the end of November uh, 2017 when I was living in Tokyo. Uh, and, well, that's a, that's another story. That was a whole process of how that ended up happening. Right. And I just suddenly said, forget it. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go fully vegan. And that's it. And here I am. Um but I was actually looking uh, to get into... I wanted to start my own solar uh, energy company. I've always been you know very much into the environment. And I really right. like the, re- the renewable energy space. So I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Colombia. Because uh, I lived in Colombia for several years. And I went to university there. So a good friend of mine uh, from university there. He's, uh, we were talking about starting a renewable energy company in Colombia. And long story short, uh, that didn't pan out. And then... Um, I was uh I was I was getting my master's degree. Oh, then uh no, what was it? Yeah, I was getting my master's degree here in Spain. I eventually moved to Spain to get a master's degree in sustainable development and corporate responsibility. Okay. And then uh and then I started doing an internship with Vegconomist, the vegan business magazine. Oh, interesting. And uh, I contacted them. I said, "Hey, can I do an internship with you?" It was also to, so I can get a visa to stay longer, so I could stay an extra year. Spain. So I started working with them, and then after working with them for a few months, uh, the uh, the owner of the company, the founder, Peter Link, he he told me, he said, "Hey, uh, you know, we want to have a a Spanish language version of uh, a Economist, and would you like to work with us full time? And you can be the managing director of the Spanish language version." And I said, "Yeah, great." You know. And then, uh, so I was already vegan, but I had never actually thought about working in, you know, in yeah. vegan business and all that. It just right. kind of happened. And then I started working with that. So I was with them for for a while, for about a year and a half. And then, uh, and then I got a different offer here in Spain for a company called Singular Foods, company that I'm with now. Right. Which unfortunately, it's it's not a vegan company. Right. Uh, but the owner Antonio Barrera, he wanted to. Uh, he said he wanted to invest, he wanted to look more into the, the vegan space and everything. He said, Oh, it's that's the most dynamic uh, yeah. area of the food sector. Yeah. And he said, You're a vegan and you worked with economists. Would you like to work with me? And I'm starting up this company and doing a whole lot of things. And I said, sure. So here I am. So wow. yeah. I've been working in this area.
0: So with that, so with that company, is he wanting to go take it vegan area or is he like
1: yeah unfortunately he doesn't want to make it totally vegan if it were up to me if it were my company i would say all vegan or maybe we'll also we can also look into cultivated meat maybe but but that's it you know uh but he wants to just go and all out into the entire food sector regardless of whether it's vegan or not uh and you know he's a businessman so it's yeah he's looking at opportunity more than anything uh yeah of course So, so uh so what I'm trying to do, uh, but I've been, you know, I'm trying to have a, a bigger influence in the company and making it more, you know, have a more, have a bigger focus on veganism, at, you know, as much as possible. Yeah, that's cool. And I, yeah, and I told him, you know, any projects that are involved that you want to work with the meat industry or anything, just count me out uh, right. for anything, you know, anything vegan revol- involved, you know, I'll be there.
0: Right. And that's, uh,
1: awesome. and that's it. So so what so, did
0: you? Uh, what did you before? What did you learn from working as an internship at that? At that, uh, the what's it? Vegan econ, economist? Veg
1: economist or veg economist? I think it's veg economist. Okay. I always say veg economist, but I found out later after working with them, like no, it's veg economist. Right. Okay, so veg economist. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's originally from Germany, and then okay. they opened the English language side, and that's where they've had the most success was in English. So everybody knows the the English language side. It's you know the global. Yeah, they call it global. Um, what did I learn? I learned a lot. Uh, I learned that, yeah, obviously, the uh, vegan business space is growing. Um, so I had to, you know, find news and, and draft articles always related to the vegan business world. And just that it's that it's a big opportunity also for, uh, for you know, bigger companies um, and, uh, you know, fast food restaurants and all that. I also made a, a lot of connections I learned that, you know, a, a lot, of, there are a lot of people that are vegans themselves that do this for passion, uh, but there are also a lot of people that uh, are just doing it as business, but, you know, I don't have a problem with that as long as they're, you know, making veganism easier for yeah. people Yeah. and there are more, uh, there are more you know, uh, choices, more vegan choices, then, then that's great. So even if, you know, we have, you know, whatever, let's say a, a billionaire that nobody likes, know if that person starts to say you know what i want to invest in veganism just because you know i'm gonna make money i don't really care right i still think that's great you know well it's a shame that person's not vegan but hey you know if you're helping the cause a lot of people don't agree they're like i don't like that person i say you know what they're doing a lot so so that's it so uh so yeah and i learned a lot of statistics and things like that that uh you know veganism i live in spain and uh how much veganism has grown here not just working with the economist, that helped a lot. But also, just being here the last, uh, I've been here about three years. And when I first got here in 2019, just at the supermarkets, there were hardly uh, any vegan meat substitutes. And now you see more and more uh,
0: vegan meat substitutes.
1: Yeah. So, so is yeah.
0: Spain behind, uh, you say, America uh, in the vegan space, or are they on par, do you think?
1: You know, uh, it's hard to say. I would imagine, I live in Madrid, so obviously like everywhere the bigger cities are usually uh, more advanced in that area. So I think, I guess, yeah, if you compare Madrid to New York City, I would say it's probably a bit behind uh, in that area. Definitely. And if you compare it to San Francisco, yes, behind. But I'm imagining, I don't have like data, any data with this, but I'm just imagining, maybe I'm just being biased, but I'm saying if you imagine uh, Madrid, if you compare Madrid to, say, some rural part of Oklahoma, then I'd say it's it's pretty advanced,
0: you know. Right, uh, right, Madrid.
1: So, do you uh, think
0: there's a lot of opportunity for uh, business in in Spain when it comes to starting vegan type of businesses?
1: Yes, absolutely, and it's it's growing now. More, more, and more people are aware of it, uh, and that's what I do with uh, my company. We recently had what was called. Uh, we, well, we had the first uh, B2B event, business-to-business event exclusively for vegan cheese companies. Mm-hmm. And that was held here in Madrid at the Cool Hub, where I work. There's also a little event center there. And uh, and it made a lot of noise. And a lot of people came. You know, we had three vegan cheese companies, the uh, the most prominent ones, among the most prominent vegan cheese companies from Spain. Right. Really good cheese, too. I never knew there could be vegan cheese. that was so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it was more like traditional uh, vegan cheese. It was camembert, camembert. I I think it's a French type of cheese. I don't know how you pronounce it. Right, right. So uh, we had a company providing that, which was Momos, which is a a vegan cheese company. And there was another company called Vaca, which actually in Spanish means cow, but it's spelled differently. And it's a vegan cheese company. And then there's Vegasauria, which was another vegan cheese company. And there were a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people that were very interested. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely ma- making a lot of noise, and I think there's definitely a lot of opportunity here in Spain. Absolutely, right.
0: Absolutely. Uh, would you Would you say there is any specific opportunities that you would spot that might be more prevalent than some other ones?
1: Uh, it's hard to say, but after this event, I would say vegan cheese. Uh, well, here it's, yeah. Well, you know what? Probably more in France, I would think. I'm guessing that in France would be a, you know, where it would be the most. Prevalent. Yeah. But here, is there a certain area? You know what? There's a there's a market that has not been exactly tapped into, uh, and that is the vegan fish market. Uh, there are a few companies here. Uh, I had one, but if, I think if some companies, if they can make like really good you know, uh, fish analogs that are vegan, I think they have they would have the potential to do very well. Um, but right now what's in um, there's vegan chicken, which is uh, doing very well. There's a company I don't know if you've heard of it. They're in the US. They're called Eura. In English, I guess you would say Hura or Heura. I don't know how you say it. H-E-U-R-A. Uh, right. They're from Barcelona and they've been very successful throughout Europe. And uh, they just opened in the U.S. and they started more with vegan chicken, but then they went on to vegan meat. Uh, and they're doing very well. But where are, they out, where are they out of? Barcelona. Oh yeah, from yeah, Barcelona. Actually, I think doing... my friend
0: does. My friend just talked about them. He does a lot of business with them. My friend owns a company called Plant X. Out okay. Of, out of, yeah, out of Canada, America. B- you know, big business, right? And so I know okay. he does business with them. Yeah. yeah.
1: They've done very well. I believe right now, I'm not sure if it's still going on. They're at the COP27 in Egypt. The uh, the founders, uh, Mark and Burnett, they're, uh, I, I know they were there. I don't know if it's still going on, the COP27, but they were in Egypt because they also do a lot of activism, okay, uh, a lot of environmental activism and for animals, and uh, I've met one of them uh, in person. So they're doing very, very well. But yeah, it's hard to say exactly which area uh, there's a little bit of debate, like which you should focus on the more or where the future is, because the future is hard to uh, predict. Yeah, yeah. But in general, just 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 vegan products, especially, you know, vegan analogs to, uh, you know, vegan substitutes uh, to traditionally meat or fish uh, products are doing well. And uh, I would say, you know, fish is probably the new one because there aren't that many companies. And uh, Spain does consume, especially around the coastal area. This is a peninsula, you know, so people do consume fish. So some people will be like, oh, you know, I would go vegan, but I love fish too much. Boom, there you go.
0: Right. So yeah. There's your, there's your opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Do you guys have yeah. like, uh, are all the, you know, fast food chains and stuff implementing all their versions of like Beyond the Meat Burgers or stuff like that now and have all their kind of, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, yeah uh mcdonald's is still a bit behind here burger king here in spain they had about a year ago they had a totally vegetarian uh store they went vegetarian for one i think just i think it was just one month right and they did they did very well i went just to try it i never go to burger hadn't been to burger king in years but i wanted to try it i'm like i have to try it and and uh, at the time I was working with economists, I'm like, well, I'll look at this, you know, I'm, I've written about this, so I have to check it out. So I went yeah. and it was, it was packed. There were tons of people. And uh, you can have it vegan also, it's just, it's just with the mayonnaise, they just add yeah, with no mayonnaise, just ketchup. Yeah. And you can have the Big Mac and it was all without the mayonnaise, it's, it's vegan. So uh, they did that. And now I believe, you know, I've. I don't remember. After that, I might have gone to Burger King once to have one of their vegan options. But yeah, I think the Burger Kings all have here in Spain, at least in Madrid, right. they'll have a, a vegan option, at least one vegan option that is now permanent. And then there's a, um, a fast food joint here from Spain that's called Goico. And they have uh, they also have they also have vegan meat analogs. Um, I think they're mostly also from Eura. They're usually from Eura. Okay. You're right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I just hey. heard
0: I heard Burger King is piloting three in the UK, three full-fledged vegan fast foods. I just uh yeah, I
1: yeah. saw I I just saw today on the economist. I still read, I still read uh, I got to start reading that.
0: I got to start reading that. Yeah, right. yeah, if you it want to be up
1: to date. Good, good stuff in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's all it's all about vegan business. The only magazine, the only vegan business magazine, as far as I, as far as I know, is a uh, big economist. So I just read now they there's in Portugal, they're opening. Um, I think it's just a temporary pop up, but hopefully they'll become permanent. Uh, totally vegan Burger King. Cause I haven't seen a vegan Burger King. They've had the vegetarian ones, but I haven't seen. And right here in Portugal. So hopefully there'll be one here in Spain and I'll, I'll check it out again. Uh, A totally vegan Burger King. I don't know what's happening with McDonald's. Where are you guys?
0: Yeah, totally Uh, right. (laughs) Totally right. (laughs) There's like there's quite a few now, uh, like through the U.S. I don't know if you've seen them, but in actually in Canada, in Toronto where one of them started, I think they have, uh, you know, they're like you know fast food like a Burger King, but it's just all all you know vegan, and they have 35 stores now, I believe.
1: Oh, really? which stores what? yeah it's uh Say
0: that again. oh i know that like it's a it's a spin off of burger king right but it's uh you know it's fast okay. food it's fast food just fast food like french fries okay. all all vegan stuff and i think yeah they have 35 stores now i believe and i believe a couple of their competitors are like you know pushing like 60 you know 40 so it, i find that interesting how that's starting to actually oh. take hold That's great. Yeah. I guess we're getting our first in Vancouver. I can't believe I put the name, but we're getting the first, uh, the first fast, like full fast food, and it's opening, uh, I heard right beside one of the McDonald's here.
1: Oh, that's great. That's great. So, you know, so you know what, now that you're telling me this, I realize, yeah, Madrid is behind, definitely behind Vancouver in that because, yeah, we don't have any fully uh, vegan fast food restaurants. We have a lot of, a lot of fully vegan restaurants, and there's, um, there's some. Vegan burger joints, but they're restaurants.
0: Yeah, got it.
1: Uh, and they're yeah, they're a little bit pricey, on you know, a little on the pricier side, but they're really good.
0: Um, you go to uh, full vegan um, uh, sushi places?
1: uh I don't think so. Not that I know of. No, there's a there is one place where I had lunch yesterday called Shishan here in Madrid, which is a it's a vegan Chinese buffet. It's really good. I go there sometimes, and they have. Sushi, but it's not an exclusively sushi right. oriented yeah. place. They just have a little, you know, they have
0: a little spot where you can grab some sushi. Got it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They so. have a couple of those places, uh, out, out here. Now we go eat at one. It's just all, all like it's sushi, but it's all vegan.
1: Oh, great. Great, yeah. great. You know, I lived in Japan for a few years and I, I never, I, well, I was there until from 2015 to 2019 uh and that's like you know obviously the sushi capital of the world you know that's where sushi comes from but uh it was very difficult to find a vegan sushi place you can find some vegan sushi but to find an exclusively vegan sushi place uh i couldn't Hmm. i couldn't find anything i couldn't find anything so
0: is that i guess is is there a lot of vegans in in japan or is it more a lot of if it is is it more Hmm. flexitarians if you even have any
1: yeah, no, not so many vegans there. You know, the vegans, all the vegans that I met there, I went vegan there. Almost the majority, more than half of the vegans that I met there were not Japanese. They were can- Canadians, Australians, Germans, Americans, Right, uh, but very few Japanese. I think a lot of the Japanese looked at it like, oh, that's just an you know, American type of thing. which is funny because you know traditionally their their diet was more uh plant-based especially you know maybe like 100 years ago yeah uh, especially away from the oceans where they you know where you didn't have easy access to fish they ate a lot of plant-based uh but once you know the you know the meat industries got in there they fell in love (laughs) right yeah yeah so they eat more they eat more meat than a lot of people think today in in japan um so yeah, it's it a lot of me. I did meet some Japanese vegans, but yeah, very few, very few. It's uh, it's also a cultural thing that the culture there is more conservative. So it, it's like takes longer to change. Yeah. At least that—that that was the impression I got. I was there for four years. I'm not like a you know complete expert, but uh, yeah. but, but yeah, yeah, definitely you know it's new things take longer to uh, yeah
0: yeah settle it makes, in. <laughs> makes sense you know yeah. especially when like you know fish is their you know staple. Yeah, evening. yeah. So, I mean, that's a hard, you know, that's a hard culture to start. Yeah, that, and right. everything
1: has fish in it, like sauces. The sauces have fish and everything, right. you know. It's like even if you order soup, there might be some fish yeah. broth or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So, it's difficult. <laughs> that's but, uh, but there was a good share of vegan restaurants in Tokyo. Uh yeah. There were very few vegan Japanese food restaurants. There were some – Um but there were a lot of vegan Japanese uh, fast food restaurants with burgers and fries, vegan yeah. burgers and fries, and other foods. Uh, so yeah.
0: So when you were working at the Economist, what uh, you know, because everyone always wants to get written up in, in 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 you know in magazines and papers and stuff. What what did you look for to create a story, or what what is like, you know, if if somebody sent you something. Would you like look at it, or would you just like you know? Here's another email sent to me that they're pitching my yeah. business idea and want it in the magazine. Or yeah, uh,
1: yeah. So I would get a lot of press releases from big companies, and the norm is usually to go top down, uh, meaning you want to you want to uh, want to focus on the bigger companies that people are the most familiar with. Right. like let's say somebody has a very small company somewhere in I don't know Austria or something a very small vegan restaurant and they want us to write something about that restaurant very difficult uh, it's not right. likely it's gonna get published because it's just one if it's a restaurant chain that's doing a lot that's creating a lot of noise then yeah. maybe you'll you'll get a you'll get published in there but right it's, yeah I like to focus more on things that people are more familiar with uh, big names big brands big things right yeah uh, big things it's it's you know yeah they focus on 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 the big things like uh when this guy uh hamilton i don't know if you know who he is he's a race car driver a british race car driver who's vegan okay i forgot what his first name is his last name is hamilton lewis i think it's lewis hamilton he's vegan he's a very passionate vegan right and he's he uh he has uh, his own uh vegan fast food chain that he opened up in the uk and i don't know okay. where else yeah i forgot the name um that's big news so that gets published in bigconomist right uh you know or say nestle releases a new brand a new vegan brand that gets published um things like that you know Uh, bill gates made an announcement that he wants to invest in you know more in cultivated meat
0: that makes the news you know that'll get in (laughs) Got it right. That, yeah, right. So like beyond the meats, right? Getting you yeah, know,
1: beyond me, uh, yeah, beyond meat, beyond meat, and then right. the uh, yeah, exactly. The more international brands, yeah. the big things that are so big. Uh, is, that because,
0: the, is that because is that because a company when you're writing for that type of company that you know that that's going to get easier clicks, easier eyeballs because everyone's heard about about it. Is that the main kind of reason?
1: Yeah, that's one reason. That's one reason exactly. Uh, definitely, that's one of the reasons is uh people are more interested in that, and that's just their business uh i uh, uh what is it identity you know yeah yeah uh you know they they think they're like the Forbes of veganism basically right right you know what yeah. I mean so it's yeah. like you know if I started a little company where I'm selling lollipops you know Forbes yeah. magazine won't be interested you know yeah, 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 yeah. You know? yeah. so that's yeah. <laughs> so that's basically it. Right <laughs> uh, yeah, that may, that completely
0: makes sense, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what was uh, a,
0: what was a story that you'd ever done in the in that magazine that you liked the most? What was your thing that one of the things you wrote the most? Where you were like, oh, I like this.
1: Oh that I enjoyed that, writing about. Yeah, you know, I like I also put a lot of uh, like studies like a new study of uh, say, for example, vegan cheese. Okay, yeah. And a study of you know a certain percentage of people, what percentage of people in say Germany are starting to eat more vegan cheese than yeah. you know, as opposed to three years mm-hmm. ago? Yeah, uh, those were interesting because you because you learn something, you know, uh, you yeah. become more knowledgeable about the sector as well, you know, and then uh, you might say, you know, hey, maybe. And I liked writing about that because uh, maybe people will, will learn more. Investors will learn more and say, "Hey, you yeah. know, let's invest more in vegan cheese, and we'll have more vegan cheese." And you know, who knows? Maybe yeah. one day all cheese will be vegan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, that's cool. so, uh, Yeah. So those were interesting things that I like to learn about. Um, and yeah, that was basically an economist. V- 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 it was mostly just just you know business news. Sometimes there was stuff uh, about. Uh, you know about the environment and things like that, but it always had to have a business spin, right? Um, yeah, but right. uh, but yeah, right. I would say I enjoyed uh,
0: you know more you know, more facts about where the market is going. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, that's cool. You know that cheese market's just starting to pick up a lot here too. The vegan cheese and and companies, and I know quite a few of the owners and interviewed quite a few different mm. ones, and uh, you know learned how they make it in different ways. And you know there's some real cutting edge you know companies actually out of vancouver that are really creating change in the whole the whole kind of uh you know even the vegan market cheese of how it tastes and and how they're producing it and and, Mm. you know just a different level lots of money being put into it but i know the founder and it's like they're really cutting breaking some real cutting edge stuff in that cheese market so Mm. pretty interesting yeah
1: Yeah, it's good. Uh, You know, I remember just a few years ago trying vegan cheese, and it was like terrible. But then at this event that we had here in Madrid, it was like really good. Really good. I mean, as long as, you know, company, all you need is like the right ingredients, the right formula, you know, the right people who know what they're doing, and you'll get the right. uh, I'm sure it's, you know, I'm not an expert, but I don't think it's that difficult. Especially now I'm convinced I'm a believer after this, uh, the event we had for the vegan cheese. I was like, this is delicious. This was best vegan cheese I ever had. Uh, with these companies, these were these were like French-style cheeses, you know. Like I said, right. Camembert, and then these others, yeah. uh, more traditional, homemade type of uh, cheeses, and it was just so good. I was like, wow, because I've had other cheese that wasn't. It was just, Yeah, eh, yeah, it's come,
0: it's come along a long way. I agree.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Where there's a, you know, I guess in that sense, you can use the the old saying, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, you know, and you get enough. You know, you get the right ingredients, and and you got it, and and that's the way to go. You know, is is with uh with taste, yeah. Like like one thing, uh, I'm a big admirer of uh Bruce Friedrich, who's the uh, the founder of the Good Food Institute. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's like the uh, I consider it like the United Nations of uh, plant based and cultivated uh foods. You
0: okay. know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they, uh, they encourage governments. They're all over the world. They're originally from California, but they're all over the world. Uh, there's the Good Food Institute in Europe, GFI Europe. So the founder is Bruce Friedrich. He's from, I believe he's from California. I know he lives in California. He said that, you know, he's done activism for years. He had been doing activism for years, talking about the cruelty of factory farming, how horrible it is. And he didn't notice any change. But then, once he went into well, once he started his organization, the Good Food Institute, and then started learning about you know businesses and, and making you know delicious plant-based foods more available, uh, then that's where you start noticing the change. You know, is because uh, some people are like, oh, I know it's bad, but I love cheese too much. Yeah. You know. Well, now you know. You know, pretty soon, hopefully, you won't be able to use that excuse anymore because you yeah. got the vegan cheese that's just as good, if
0: not better. So. Yeah, it, no, I agree. It's so true. You got to – food and, and I was just talking to a girl the other day that's in the fashion industry I said bo- on both industries it's the same to me yeah. food, you've got to get the taste and fashion it's still got to look cool if you want to you know want to wear the stuff or people are just not going to wear it if it's not if it doesn't absolutely, it.
1: Yeah. yeah absolutely and fashion yeah. has also gone a long way Yeah, uh, I've published a few times when, when working with uh, the economist uh, about this Mexican company called Deserto and they they have uh it's it's just like um it's like leather but it's made from cactus and they've got a lot of they've got a lot of funding and they've gone international the uh the founders and they're all all over the place uh so once my old leather shoes wear out you know i'm gonna i want to buy maybe some shoes from deserto because i do have some you know actual animal leather shoes that i've had for like
0: five years before, before going vegan i'm
1: not gonna throw them out until they're they're ready to
0: get thrown out you know sure. so, well so I, I think you know i always say you know it's almost like everyone goes in stages yeah. right look at it like mo most majority i would say 95 percent of people i know go in stages like i started was was because health
1: right yeah. and it was yeah. more
0: animals but then it was like now fashion is like the last one that i started to really look at more and it was like it was just because you know i had so i have such a big wardrobe you know and i had uh-huh. and i loved shoes you know and, yeah. and and i you know i have i won't even say the number but a heck of a lot of money oh, really? you know, and you know in well, shoes right uh-huh. but i still can't find you know i still haven't been able to found maybe one company my friend actually owns it um, but uh uh I haven't still found any like super cool shoes that I like super like, like I would have yeah, yeah, yeah still. So <laughs> that are vegan. You mean? Yeah. yeah that, that are vegan. vegan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah, it'll, be, t- uh, it'll become more normalized. Yeah. So, totally. And it'll be easier. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's what we need is just a lot more investment, a lot more interest. And it starts with consumers, you know, people just making that decision saying, you know what, I'd rather buy a, Cactus leather, you know, I'd rather have right. a Beyond Burger yeah. than a, you know, a burger from a cow. I'd rather eat, you know, you know, a burrito that doesn't have, you know, yeah. actual chicken, but maybe something that tastes like chicken that's made from something plant-based. And that's how it starts.
0: Yeah. It's funny because, you know, even some of my friends or even some people that work for me, sometimes they go do the argument and they're like, well, you know, if I eat to be on, be on the meat burger, I mean, Shane, I looked, researched it, you know, you know, you know, I come from health industry. It's not super, super you know, healthy. And I said, well, I said, you know, I mean, you know me, I don't eat that every day. You know what I mean? Eating, eating it every day at home, just like you're not eating a plate of, uh, you know, spaghetti with, you know, cream sauce on it. That's super bad every day. Well, I hope you're not, you know what I mean? Right. But you're not eating. So I, I, but I said, you know, I, I look at it in the same way as meat. I mean, I see what you're eating for meat and, I know that where you're getting it from, and it's not coming from the cleanest source, it's not coming from, you know, uh, you know. we can go down that rabbit hole. So you can yeah. probably compare them to both not as healthy. And I said, the difference is, is let's say mine's not as healthy and yours is not healthy. And let's say, okay, they're both comparable. Just the difference is, is I'm not killing things. You're killing things yeah that's so i said one. you know what i mean like you can make your joy, your joy you know it's not a yeah, gonna yeah get yeah. them on that because they they like to be compassionate people around me so it kind yeah. get of gets that they're like yeah I, you know got a point i said well at least if we're, we're all if we're going to eat unhealthy and we're going to kill ourselves you might as well save the animals at the same time yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah for sure for sure and uh and unfortunately, some people it doesn't really trigger. Some people don't care, they're like, Yeah, so what? It's natural, we've always done it, whatever. Yeah, so if it's like sticking to the health thing, you, you can still say, Well, yeah, sure, I'm eating a, a Beyond burger or whatever, a, a plant based burger, one of the type that you know really tastes like meat from an animal. But you know what? Uh, this doesn't this is not a, a carcinogenic as is a, uh, an actual meat burger because it, it's true. You, you know, according to the uh, World Health Organization in 2015, they made the de- declaration. They said, yeah, uh, meat, especially processed meat, is a uh, is very most most likely uh, carcinogenic. That's how uh, science works. You know, they'll never say yeah. like it's one hundred percent. Yeah, they'll you know, say so like it's ninety-nine point eight percent probable that it's carcinogenic. You know, same with cigarettes are so like it's ninety-nine point three percent probable yeah. Yeah. that yeah. it's carcinogenic. Yeah. It, it's carcinogenic, okay? It yeah. Just no, it, yeah. But that's just how science works, yeah, you know. They gotta so they gotta and,
0: keep their asses saved a little bit just in case, right? You know? Yeah, just in
1: case. I guess, you know, and it's just I guess it's just how the science works. So okay. so yeah, you say look, you're eating something that is more likely to give you colon cancer. What I'm eating is not nearly as likely to give me colon cancers as what you're eating. Plus yeah. the environmental impact, you know, it's you know, you, you know, you're how many, you know, people talk about, oh, but, you know, soy and this and that, you know, soy is bad for the environment. Yeah, It's bad for the environment because you're eating more soy when you eat meat because all the animals that were fed, all that soy. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, a lot of people don't realize that. I'm like, what do you think, you know, these animals eat? You know, it takes up so much land, so much water to irrigate all those plants to feed all those animals throughout, you know, the few years that they're alive. And then, you know, you're killing them. So it's just there's so much. If you look at it you know it's not even comparable it's just it's always a better choice to have you know the plant-based burger even if it's not as healthy as eating a salad it's still healthier than eating a meat burger which is also processed in its own way so yeah i agree
0: when and then when you say soy are a lot of animals like uh fed soy stuff then
1: yeah a lot yeah that's that's the uh predominant i'm not a you know i'm not an expert i've, I've written blogs about this I, I write a blog and i've written a few uh, blogs about this so right. i researched it i don't remember exactly but yes definitely uh in the us for example uh i believe that's the predominant diet i know that most of the soy on earth that is grown is used to feed livestock it's not used to feed people oh, interesting
0: i didn't know that yeah
1: yeah that's why there's so much soy uh and in the us yeah, it's, it's huge you know this you, you might you drive coast to coast and then you'll, you'll drive through some areas which are soy fields and corn also corn right uh, majority of corn is used to feed livestock so all that land is being used to feed livestock in the u.s uh about it's like 45 percent of the land in the contiguous united states is used to feed livestock uh wow. That's a lot. yeah it's a lot it's a lot and then uh, it's the biggest, and in, in California, the biggest consumer of water, you know, they're talking about, oh, stop, you know, taking shorter showers. No, look okay, at what the meat industry is, is doing, it's because uh, they the majority of the food uh, that is given to the uh, livestock there is alfalfa, uh, and alfalfa right. requires a lot of water. A lot of water, yeah, the, a lot. The majority yeah. of the water in California... Yeah. Of the water waste is is for is thrown at you know the meat wow, industry. It's, it's not taking
0: showers. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, those are. I grew up in Saskatchewan, in you know, can you know, in part of Canada where it's all farming, and you know, yeah. you, you see how much water you have to put on, you know, certain crops and and things to keep it growing all the time. I mean, massive. Yeah, amounts.
1: yeah massive amounts. Yeah, it's huge. So a lot of people don't realize that because they're like, oh, you know i've just heard some you know ridiculous comments occasionally oh if everybody went vegan you know we'd have to have all these plants to feed all these people like you don't think the animals eat anything (laughs) (laughs) they they just breathe and they're fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) so true good argument good argument
1: (laughs) yeah so it's uh it's funny but yeah that's just that's the way it goes but you know i guess all you can do is just keep educating people. I think it's difficult in in this day and age of uh, so much misinformation about everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the internet. A lot of people thought, you know, when the internet first came out, wow, we're going to be more enlightened and we're all going to be more intelligent from sharing so much information. And it and it looks like, unfortunately, today the opposite has happened. You know, there's probably yeah. more misinformation, or or I don't know. There's a, definitely a mix True. of both. You know, most people don't know how to decipher between what's legit and what, what's totally yeah. bogus. You know, yeah. So there's just a lot of confusion about everything, and then you know,
0: well, even so. when, even when like the Beyond the Meat's and Impossible and, and all them started, it, it gave a it gave that side of of humanity to start to say, oh, see, we told you, uh, veganism and plant based was not healthy right we should oh, yeah. do that right so you yeah, yeah. they start pushing that and you see that's like you know so it gave them that you know uh a little bit of a to to talk about that when you know you just made a lot of good points and then the fact is is you know it's it's just, it's it's not like you know somebody's eating that all all the time just like somebody's not having an ice cream that eats you know dairy every day you know what i mean yeah like,
1: yeah exactly it's not something it's, you have for yeah, breakfast lunch but, or dinner
0: but it, yeah. it's given, I because I've heard them start talking about even people that I've been listening to start talking like that. Oh yeah, like if you go vegan, all the vegan food, none, none of it's healthy for you. Check, it. and then they start listing off different things. Oh god, it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally right. So it, yeah, it, it's it's like I, I mean, it's a pretty simple argument when you come down to it. Like it's the simplest argument to me is I don't care if you're vegan or not vegan number one thing is if you just eat more fruit and vegetables and stuff you're going to be healthy just it's almost like business 101
1: yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean
0: right (laughs) yeah exactly exactly
1: Yeah. yeah a friend of mine told me that a friend of mine who well a friend of mine who lives in colombia i still have a lot of friends in colombia and he said oh yeah the you know they have beyond burgers here in colombia too but they're really expensive like only the rich can eat them so he's like see here in colombia you have to be rich to be vegan Wait, so there's no fruit stores in Colombia? Yeah. Like they, totally. don't have, they don't have you know, rice? There's no beans in Colombia? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Only the super ultra
0: wealthy can have yeah. white rice yeah, or I brown agree. you know, or mushroom, you know. Exactly, yeah. It's funny because yeah. I've seen that happen, here, you know, because of inflation everywhere. It was all food that went up. But I just actually seen yeah. you know, beyond the meat burgers and those in the grocery store went up pretty high because of inflation. But I was just in Costco. And uh, they have their own plant-based now that's similar to, like, Beyond the Meats and stuff. And they got the price right down. It's, like, they it's only, like, a buck a burger or something. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just – That's
1: Beyond Meat, you said. No, no, it's not
0: Beyond the Meat. It's Costco's kind of – Oh, I see. Yeah, version that kind of tastes the same and stuff. But it's, you know, they're probably able to mass-produce and stuff so they can get the cost down and probably not as – you know it's not their only product so i'm thinking you know if they're just making a you know a small margin on that they're hitting you know but yeah it's only like a buck a burger for in a 16 pack so yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so that'll uh that definitely uh that helps yeah you know that helps especially now with inflation yeah everybody's looking for whatever's not outrageously expensive yeah uh, well now price is a big is a big deal now you know maybe it wasn't a few months ago uh, or a year ago or so uh, but now prices is, uh, is very important I know um, yeah I haven't been up to you know up to speed with all that but I know that uh yeah price parity is obviously very important you know yeah. price is a big thing taste and price is, is a yeah. big thing uh I know the type, the yeah the plant-based meat the price the, the prices have gone up uh, because of inflation you would think also uh animal meats but they're also subsidized so you know they might just get more subsidies haven't researched that recently so i can't i don't have any fresh like actual data on that uh but i'm going to research that which has been affected the most by uh by inflation you know the the plant-based meat or the animal meat but uh unfortunately a plant-based meat doesn't get subsidized by by the government while you know animal meat does so
0: which should be soon. Which should be changing, you know, sooner. Well, that won't be soon, but that's where it needs to go.
1: Yeah, that's where it needs to go. Yeah, or at yeah. least, uh, or at least where the you know the animal foods are not are just not subsidized. Because some yeah. people say, oh, well, we should tax. We should tax meat. We had a an article that said oh, we don't even have to tax meat. All we have to do is just eliminate the subsidy, yeah. and there you go. They can't be competitive anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and really when you look at it, it's not, it's not fair. It's not fair business. It's not a fair, fair plan. Yeah, it's not. Not at, at all. Time. Not at all. You know, not so, uh, oh, yeah, cool, buddy. well, this has been a great interview. You know, we've talked about a lot of stuff and I'm glad we got to go, you know, a lot deep into a lot of these, these topics, which has been yeah. great. Great.
1: Yeah. It's great talking to you.
0: Yeah. Where can yeah. they find, find you at social media or LinkedIn's or websites or anything like that where they can connect with you?
1: Yeah, on, well, LinkedIn uh, I would say is a, a great is a great place. Just look for Roberto Guerra. Well, my name isn't so uncommon, so it might be kind of hard to uh, <laughs> might be hard to find me. I bet you there's a, I know there's a lot of Roberto Guerras in the world and on LinkedIn. Is there? Uh, <laughs> but just put, I guess. How you would put put Roberto Guerra and then just put vegan and I'll show yeah, up, you know, you know, come it, up. Yeah, that'll It's the first thing it says. You know, vegan yeah. and uh, alternative proteins. Yeah, I'll tell you developer. this: you're not
0: you're not going to get a lot more Roberto Guerrero Guerra with vegan in that. In yeah,
1: that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely narrows it down. It definitely yeah, narrows totally. it down quite a bit. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, LinkedIn I would say is is the uh, is the place and then. Whatever I don't know. Yeah, I sent you the information before yeah. the uh, before the interview, so I don't know if that's available
0: for people. I can just click and yeah. After we will um, yeah
1: yeah yeah. So that's it. So yeah, great speaking to you.
0: Awesome. You too. Thanks so much for the wealth of information.
1: Thank you, and have a good. What time is it there? in uh, uh twelve yes. noon here. Okay. Or one. Okay, no, good. sorry. One. one. o'clock. Okay. One o'clock. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. So here it's here it's almost ten o'clock
0: p.m. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On the other side. So,
1: so yeah. Right. Great talking to you. All right. And, uh, hope we can stay in touch.
0: Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. Talk All soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Later. Thank you. Bye. Bye.